eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Welcome back to Denver Hoops and Dreams. I'm your host, Jeremy Nichols, here with the homie special guest, Keaton Daly. Yep, and, there you um, go. He is, uh, we, we were talking about it today, um, you know, about the Lakers and, and obviously the upcoming series that the Denver Nuggets have. And um, we will get into that. We will be previewing the series, talking about our favorite matchups, um, you know, the, the advantages, certain things that we think will happen in the series. But before we get into those specifics, um, Keaton, how are you doing? How's the family? How's everything going? Doing great, man. Um, just working away, ready to dive into some Nuggets basketball, man. They're, this run they're on, it's, it feels special, and uh, I'm, I'm happy for it. And family's good. How you doing, man? You know, just about the same. Um, you know, today today was not the uh, <laughs> the worst day in the world. Obviously, you know, coming from yesterday, you know, having to uh, handle some personal life things, you know, that, that I told you about prior. Um you know, so that was a little rough, but hey, you know, we we move forward and we move on. And that is how this thing called life works. So, um, yeah, definitely today has been a lot better. The family's good. Everybody's healthy. So, you know, can't complain. man. Good to hear, man. Good to hear. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So obviously the uh, the Nuggets are playing the Los Angeles Lakers starting tomorrow. OK, and um, for everybody that's hearing this episode or the full episode itself as of right now. That means you're hearing it the day of. So we will be having that game tonight. All right. So I know you guys will be looking forward um, to this particular matchup coming up. And it's interesting, right? Listening to a lot of different Nuggets fans. Honestly, I'm hearing a lot of mixed feelings about this series. A lot of mixed feelings. And I, I understand why. Okay. I understand why. Because... Yes, the Nuggets have done really well through these playoffs, but losing, what, three games so far. Um, 
you know, and obviously beating the the not Memphis, Minnesota Timberwolves in the first round, beating the Phoenix Suns in the second round, and will now be lining up with the Lakers once again, a rematch of the 2020 bubble. Um, and it's interesting because the East side, it's the exact same thing, the Heat and the Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, obviously, we are hoping that this time around, the result will be different. Okay, this time we're hoping that the Nuggets are the ones that uh, get the confetti dropped on them. That'll that that will be yes. the goal. So yes. um, when you when you saw that the Nuggets did in fact get the Lakers as their 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 conference finals opponent, what was the first thing that went through your mind? I'm ready. I'm ready, <laughs> man. I I've been craving this uh, for multiple reasons. Um, we have some demons to exercise, right? Is, is mm-hmm. kind of the first thing that I thought of because uh, we always seem to run into these guys when we're trying to accomplish what we've never done. Uh, whether it was with Carmelo, you know, um, running into Kobe, you know, back in the day. Multiple love love Kobe, yeah. but uh, yeah. man, I'm a Mamba guy, but he was always just ready to kill us, man. It was unreal. And, uh, this this year feels different, man. There's something special about this team that just feels real special. It's it's like the the camaraderie, the the togetherness that they play with, and a lot of it has to do with Jokic and and the. It's interesting because he doesn't lead by his voice; he leads by just being Mr. Calm, right? He's calm in tough spots or just right, right, right. different yeah. things and just feels different and that's why i'm i'm ready for this series man it's it's a totally different feeling than i've ever had with the nuggets team uh, a lot of trust with this team and I'm, I'm ready to ready to get it done gotcha gotcha i'll be honest with you man a lot of people a lot of people feel a little bit differently than that right and and for a number of reasons because you know you got the whole well you know what the nba wants right you got the whole the NBA would love to have the Lakers and the Celtics in the finals to see if the Lakers can get to that 18 championship number. And, you know, then you hear that, you know, the Lakers have been shooting a documentary, a last dance type of style documentary. So, of course, it feels like, you know, there's some some footage that they need to get because you think about it. Think about just the whole script and the whole scenario. A team that started off two and ten. That was the 13th seed in like during the all-star break to then find a way to make it to the play in to get into the play in and then ultimately get into the playoffs as the seventh seed to play the second overall Memphis Grizzlies to beat them and then play the defending champions in the second round and beat them and then make it to the Western Conference Finals. Like, I mean, let's be real. That that just sounds beautifully written right like it sounds like it's this 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 thing where it's like wow what a storyline that goes behind this so my my question my question to you is because i know a lot of lakers fans they don't they don't want to hear that because for them they're like oh you guys are making excuses and all this type of stuff like listen bro the the free throw disparity for the lakers has been otherworldly oh i i yeah i was gonna I was going to bring that up, man. Um, that's, that's the one thing. That's the one thing that scares me. If there, if there was one thing, um, I mean, if you, if you go back to the bubble, 
there was tons of calls that were phantom calls. Man. Oh my phantom. god, phantom. Oh, Anthony Davis, man, that guy mm -hmm. deserves like 20 Oscars. Like it was unbelievable what calls he was getting on Jokic. I still and, remember. I still remember one play during the bubble where uh, Paul Millsap was actually guarding Anthony Davis, and he literally went straight up. And you're watching it. He went straight up, arms straight up. Davis kicks out, but he didn't actually make contact. There was yep. no contact whatsoever. Yep. Davis fell to the floor, and then they called a foul yep. on Millsap, and I believe that fouled him out, if I remember correctly. That was, it was. Or he was and at least close to it. And, bro, I still remember that yeah. play to this day. And yep. I remember, like, I got a lot of friends who are Laker fans, right? Mm -hmm. One in particular whose name I will not mention. Um, because <laughs> I don't want them feeling bad about whatever this is. But there is a level of – a lot of Lakers fans are they, – they claim to be naive. Right. Like there is there is you kind of have to be naive when it comes to this type of stuff. Like, bro, you can't sit there and tell me that there were no situations where the Lakers were being favored by terrible calls. Like you can't. Oh, like, I remember I remember mentioning that to them in that moment. And they were like, what are you talking about? Oh. I was like, bro, like I'm a Nuggets fan. Right. But I'll yeah. tell you this. If the Nuggets get a, a foul call in their favor, I would be sitting there like, yo, that. Should not have yeah. been. I do that all the time when I'm watching games, mm -hmm. you know, like with other people. I'm like, yo, MPJ definitely pushed off on that. Yeah. But and like, of course, you want the result, but it's like you got to be real with it, man. Like, you, why are mm -hmm. people so scared to be real with foul calls that are called terribly? Come on. Yeah, it's, it's OK to be a diehard Nuggets fan and still watch basketball for what it is. Right. Like we we appreciate the game. And, and I think that's. But but the free throw disparity is unbelievable, and and it's mm -hmm. been like that all year, and right. it was like that in 2020, um, but this year it's very evident. You know, I I sent a text to my brother, and I and I believe I've sent it to you. It's it's unreal. I think they they're like plus 383 for the whole season. Oh, and it's ridiculous. In it's the ridiculous. in the postseason, they're like 93 more foul shots than the next team. Yeah, it's. You know how big of a difference that is? Yeah, like that's a lot. It's unbelievable. A lot. And so, yeah, it's it's hard for me not to think about that, right? So there are uh, no other teams that are, like, slashing to the basket, huh? Yeah. There's no other like, teams that are attacking, huh? Bro, plus 93, and then the next team is plus 14. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. 80. That's 80 free throws. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're telling me that that doesn't affect an outcome of a, of a game of an entire series? Like, yeah. like I mean, if you look back at Golden State series, yes, they're a jump shooting team. We all know that. Like, it's not hard to figure out. That's how they live and breathe. Uh, but you're telling me that that kind of disparity should be there? No, no way, no way. And so, yeah, like I think about that all the time. But, but again. It, it, then I fall back and I'm like, man, I just trust Jokic, man. I trust Jokic in these situations where it's like, man, this guy is unbelievable. Like he just blows my mind every game. It's it's unreal. Like 53. Um, yes, that was in a loss, but the fact that he just makes the right play at the right time mm -hmm. is so undervalued still. Right. Like it, it truly is un, undervalued because I mean, yeah, they want to sit there and say, okay, well, like in the Phoenix series, if you make Jokic score and he doesn't pass, they don't feel like he can beat you, but he can. He can yeah. shoot it from the three. Uh, 
he shoots the free throw. You know what I mean? Shoots like 85% from the free throw line. You can't foul him. Uh, he just, it's unique. And his, his mind for the game is unreal. And we have the shooters around him now. Aaron Gordon is playing amazing defense. He shut down Kevin Durant. You know, Kevin Durant shot 38% in that series, bro. Like right. if, if before that series started, if you were to sit there and tell me that Kevin Durant was going to shoot 38% in that series, I would have thought you were nuts. Yeah. No, like, listen, I, uh, I agree. I mean, it's, it was really cool to see the different types of defense um, that the Nuggets implemented in that, because let's be real, you dealing with Devin Booker and Kevin Durant, that's tough. Just one of them by themselves is, yeah. is a tough cover. And to deal with both, it was just insane to watch. You watching Aaron Gordon play excellent defense. So definitely kudos to him. Um, Cause I'll be real. I mean, I wasn't as high defensively um, of Aaron Gordon going into that series because I didn't, I, I didn't know if he was, quick was enough, if he was quick enough to, to stay with, with a KD or with a Booker, but honestly, man, Every time he was on them, I felt good about it, right? Yeah. Um, and, and and speaking of defense, right? So obviously we're talking about the Nuggets about to play the Lakers, right? Mm-hmm. I have been hearing this a whole lot. Everybody's saying, well, Anthony Davis is going to find a way to shut down Nikola Jokic. This is what I've been hearing from Lakers fans. A lot of Lakers fans are saying that Anthony Davis, because he's been playing excellent basketball um, throughout the playoffs so far and you know, people are mm-hmm. saying he's been the best defender throughout the playoffs, and that may be true. But he's now about to walk into the the best offensive mm-hmm. player in the playoffs mm-hmm. right now and, and the player that's actually performing the best out of everybody in the playoffs. So my question to you is, do you subscribe to what people are saying when they say Anthony Davis can shut Nikola Jokic down? No. Okay. No. Uh, <laughs> my, my, no. Uh, I, I give him his respect. I'm not I'm not someone who's in complete denial of what matchup Jokic is going to face. I mean, this is going to be the toughest matchup for him. Yeah. Uh, I think he's going to answer the call every time. I, I don't think there's a game where he's going to go in and say, like, pull a, to be honest, a Joel Embiid yesterday. Man, right? I just don't think that's going to happen. Jokic has been on this stage before. Yes. And, and people want to say he's a playoff dropper, but he's not. No, he's not. Absolutely not. He's I don't want. I don't and ever want to hear that again. That's no, crazy. absolutely not. And Anthony Davis, yes, he's a he's a good defender. I'll give him that. He's going to block some shots. He's going to do his thing. But Jokic knows that, right? Like in the media scrum today, they asked Jokic, "Do you remember anything from 2020?" <laughs> and he said, "No, I don't." <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I love it because I know for a fact that he does. Like they're watching that series. They're watching. Obviously, it's a different team. Right. There's a lot of different pieces to the Lakers. And but but again, their core players, LeBron and Anthony Davis, are still the same older, still the same. You know what I mean? Defensive player. Um, and Jokic is going to pick him apart. And w- what it is, is I was telling my brother this today, too, is get Anthony Davis out on the perimeter and make him work, D- draw fouls, make it hard on him, especially these first two games. When they come to altitude, man, make it super hard on him. Make it make it hard on LeBron. Make you know he's an older player, still LeBron, sure, but he's an older player. Right. Altitude's going to play a big factor in this. And you know, I was listening to Malone saying he wants to he wants to slow down their transition. 
And I get that. But at the same time, I want these games to be a track meet, man. I want it to be because when you play at altitude and that team over there doesn't, at some point that's going to play a huge role. It did in the it did in the Phoenix series. We know that. I mean, every every home game we were running them out out of the gym, you know. And it's only going to be better now because one, the Lakers can't set their defense, and that's what they take pride on. You know, they they hang their hat on their defense. Yeah, their half court defense is pretty good. Yeah, and so if you can run them, do it. Don't slow it down anytime. And you know, throw multiple bodies at LeBron, Aaron Gordon specifically. And for some reason, man, I'm, I'm hanging – like, I, I like KCP for some reason. I know LeBron's bigger, but for some reason, KCP being a former teammate of LeBron and being a defender has to play a role, right? I mean, I, I he's going to be up for this series. So switching the bodies from AG to KCP and some Michael Porter, because Michael Porter has improved – a lot defensively and so i will give him his credit there but just throw bodies at lebron because he played andrew wiggins last series and andrew wiggins is coming off of an injury and he's not nearly as big as ag and so that's the thing man just make these guys tired the first two games and and then we'll go from there and and i i have so much confidence in and, and like I text you today, Michael Malone or Darvin Ham, man, there's there's differences there, right? Like Michael Malone always seen in, in this playoff run specifically has made amazing adjustments at perfect time. You know, it's right. it's um and, and especially game one. We've we've just shown up every game one in this playoff run. So I trust Michael Malone and and we're gonna get it done, man. I, I, uh, and Jamal too. I haven't even touched on Jamal yet, but yeah, I'm sure we will. Yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see, um, you know, just just how the Nuggets come out, right? Because you know, watching the way they played in Game Six versus Phoenix, they came out and they just punched Phoenix in the mouth. Like they did not, they did not wait for Phoenix to to start playing and then have to climb back in. No, they came out and they said, listen. We want this to, to be done tonight, you know, and that's a that's mentality of urgency. Too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, it was it was impressive to watch. Right. Because I'll tell you, I was very surprised. Like I was very surprised, like at the, the, the way the Nuggets came out with KCP being so aggressive. Um, so, of course, with that, I, I did I did see a lot of people obviously still, you know, talking about Anthony Davis and that individual matchup between him and Jokic. Um <laughs> But a lot of people, like you're seeing people talking about um, why do Nuggets fans think they can win this series? Do you see what happened against the Lakers in a bubble? Like the <laughs> the my my thought process when it comes to people who say that is like, do we not understand that these are two totally different teams? Like there's like two people on the Nuggets or three people on a Nuggets team. What Jokic, MPJ, and Jamal are probably like the only three people. Right that are still on the team from that. And then looking at the mm-hmm. Lakers, it's what LeBron and AD. Mm-hmm. I, yep. That's it. Like I can't, yep. I can't think of anybody else. Cause <laughs> yeah. now KCP yep. was on the Lakers. Now he's on the nuggets. So <laughs> what, the biggest difference in that series to me, right. And, and here's why I, I believe the nuggets can and, and will win this series um, is because 
they don't have that extra big, right? Mm-hmm. Unless I mean, I don't I don't consider Tristan Thompson Tristan Thompson. Like, bro. come on, like I don't please that, I'm dude, begging. that dude is a reality guy. Like bro, I I am begging Darvin Ham. I'm begging. Just give me five minutes of Tristan Thompson. We'll go put, on a 12 0 run. You put Tristan Thompson on that court against Jokic, and he is going to like he the things that Jokic might have a triple double in a quarter if Tristan Thompson is on the floor. Like are y'all insane? There's no way that they brought Tristan Thompson in there no. to guard Jokic. I know that that's not what it is. So I can't like thinking about just the way like the bubble, right? Thinking about the bubble, they had JaVale McGee, Dwight they Howard. had Dwight Howard, they had Rondo. Like like these are. These are proven guys, right? These are proven mm-hmm. guys. Dwight Howard is a, a – wasn't he on the top 75 oh, list? Yeah. And Rondo, mm-hmm. we know going back to 08, Rondo always plays well He's in the playoff playoffs. Guy. He's yep. a playoffs guy. Oh, yeah. Right? So, yes, Austin Reeves is a really good player. I like Dennis Schroeder. I like – you know, Rui has some moments where he comes out. Rui Hachimura, I like his his play. Um I mean, of course, we saw Lonnie Walker play pretty well in game four against the Warriors. So they have pieces. D'Angelo Russell can get hot pretty fast. You know, we we know Jared Vanderbilt. We know that that he's a Swiss Army knife style player. He can offensive rebound. He can block shots. Um, and he actually started shooting a, a, some threes in that series. So he expanded his game a little bit. Um, so they got they got some pieces. But I'll tell you, man, that team that they had in the bubble – I just it doesn't seem to be on that level anymore, in my opinion, because, yes, they, they're they're very top heavy. Um, LeBron and AD like think about this. If Anthony Davis has and, and, and I remember having a conversation with somebody about this earlier today, Anthony Davis has been so up, like up and down, up and down, up and down every in, other game in, in the playoffs. Right. Mm-hmm. You do that against Jokic, you're not winning. Mm-mm. Like like that, like you, he has to be aggressive every single night to combat what Jokic is going to do, because what mm-hmm. Jokic is going to do won't stop Mm-mm. that part of his game. Even if Jokic is not scoring a whole bunch or he's not um, just doing, you know, just just having 30 points or whatever, dude, he's going to constantly still be doing what he's got to do unless Tony Brothers is on the court or ref <laughs> in the game. And then we might have a problem. But, <laughs> uh, but other than that, I mean. Anthony Davis cannot afford to have like an off night against Jokic. And that's why I think, um, I think that I'll be honest with you. I actually, I mean, I know there's a lot of Nuggets fans who are way more confident. Like a lot of Nuggets fans are saying Nuggets in four, Nuggets in five, and that's fine. I'm totally fine with that. I actually believe this is going to be a seven game series. I believe I, yeah, I actually believe this is going to be a home team wins every game. That's kind of that's, that's how I feel with this one because it it feels like like this is going to be that style game and but I'll be honest with you I if the Nuggets better not I don't want the Nuggets to lose any of those first two games. You can't you can't lose one of those home games at first. You got to start 2-0, mm-hmm. set the precedent in the series um and move forward with that. So what are you so just what are your thoughts? I know I mentioned what I think about it. Uh, but what are your thoughts about people who compare the bubble series and a bubble outcome to now since it's a rematch. Yeah. I mean, they're totally different teams. Like, but like I said, I mean, the core players, I mean, if you want to think, I mean, Anthony Davis and LeBron, that's the core of the Lakers. And then 
the the core of the Nuggets has only gotten better, man. Like uh, a couple years growth of Michael Porter, um, Jokic. Obviously, Jokic I've always think thought was amazing, but he's gotten five times better. He's won two MVPs since then. You know what I mean? And grown so much as a player. And then our bench is unreal. So I mean, like our bench is playing great. Like yes, they had little off and on games, but when they need to show up. And especially at home, they just go out of their mind. Bruce, yeah. Bruce Brown, um, and then Christian Brown. You know what I mean? Like just the, the Nuggets have are perfect. Like right, this right. team is so perfect in my eyes. And like, yeah, it's it's gonna be. I I picked the Nuggets in six. Okay, that, that's like that's it. what I've been saying since this series was. Locked and and yeah, I would have preferred that the Lakers and Warriors would have went, went seven. seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. much rather, much rather, you know, go seven and then come to altitude, and then we we take care of business. Um, I, I'm not as worried, you know. Like if if we end up losing one of these two games, I won't be worried, man. It's, it's okay. the, the the reason why is we can steal a game on the road. We, we just you know we beat Phoenix by 25. In um, Phoenix, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and it's and it's a mentality thing, you know, like what we were saying. It's it's a mentality thing, and it's a different like I don't know what Mike Malone, I don't know what the buttons he pushes, what, but he gets some locked in on the road. Like even even the games that we lost in Phoenix were close games. Yeah. Um, and it took Kevin Durant and Devin Booker to go off for 86. You know, like I don't think LeBron and AD are going to go off for 86 points. Not not comparing the two teams really because I think the Lakers are deeper than Phoenix for sure. Yeah. Um, but but you're not going to see those, as they say, Herculean efforts from AD and LeBron. You know what I mean? Right. LeBron LeBron's going to give you 25, and he's going to rebound the ball. He's going to pass. He's not going to drop 45, 50. Is he capable of doing it? Probably. Still at his age, sure. I don't see Anthony Davis doing it. So comparing that that's the thing man i think we can steal at least one game in la okay. i mean both teams both teams are undefeated at home this right this postseason so they're both what six and oh um so i mean it just comes down to the trust thing where it's like you know then you go in and you say okay michael malone darvin ham michael malone's been to the dance before you know what i mean yes we haven't gotten it done but still being on that stage, being able to work your way through the tough times, that's going to show in this series, man. It's going to be – and I just think we have a very good defense. Yeah. Um, they have a really good defense. You know, they're technically they're better defensively than we are, but we're better offensively. Um, in at altitude – I expect us to just run them, you know, just run them and get them tired by the end of the third quarter, you know? And like, like I was telling you, man, we've won almost every fourth quarter this postseason. If Mm -hmm. I'm, I really, you know, so. I think other than, other than maybe one, I think other than maybe like game four of that series, but yeah, you know, you're correct. You're correct. So we just, you know, you win, and that's the most crucial quarter. You know, that's as long as you can keep it close, and then that mentality takes over where you're like, Hey, we've been here before, 
We know how to play right here. Let's trust our guys. And we have an amazing duo that still gets slept on. I don't know how. Um, and like, I, you know, I like that though. I like oh, that. I, I think, it. yeah, I, I think that. it's, I think it's good because especially for Jamal Murray, I don't think Nikola Jokic, it really affects him like that because he just, he's locked in. He's definitely locked in. Um, and I don't think he needs anything else to, to like really get him over the top. Jamal Murray, on the other hand, we saw the night, you know, where he, he, he played and dropped like 40 plus and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And even in the last series, you know, he had some really good quarters. And then after the fact, he's like, um, you guys, you guys have seen me play before. Right. Because (laughs) all that to say, like, he needs those moments because going back to like that whole matchup with Phoenix with, with him and Landry Shamit, where he just was not oh, having yes. a really good first half. And, and then all of a sudden he had that, that little back and forth with Landry yep. Shamit. And then he, then he hit a mid range and then he hit a three and then he, you know, Shamit, like he did the little turnaround shot yep. and he like, he looked right at Shamit. Of course he got the little technical for it, but at those moments, like that's what Jamal Murray lives for. He lives for, the moments where the other team is like talking that trash and they, yep. they don't think that the nuggets have a chance. And I'll tell you, the Lakers got a couple guys over there that if you give them the right opportunity, they will start running their mouth. IE D'Angelo Russell. Mm-hmm. He feels like the type of player that Jamal Murray would get into it with. Like, it's just like his, his yeah. attitude and the, the person that I've seen him, you know, just the way that he kind of carries himself on the court. He's like mm-hmm. the cocky, pointing at his arm type of thing because he's like, you know, he's been mm-hmm. doing that for quite some time. So I just think yeah. personality-wise, he's the type of player that Jamal Murray could get a spark from, right? Like seeing him, like, let's just say D-Lo hits a couple threes. Jamal is going to be like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. that's what Jamal needs, especially in this series because, I mean, you got LeBron and AD on the other side, you know, and I think mm-hmm. this is – and if we get a good MPJ this series, oh man, we got a chance. We definitely got a, a serious, serious chance to to end this even faster than even I think. Yeah. See, and and I remember doing a couple shows a while back with you, and and uh, you were you asked the question, who is that guy? That guy that gets you know the technical foul and gets you know gets mixes mm-hmm. it up, you know, and and Jamal is that guy, and yeah. in a way, like he just. But he does it in a not not in a rowdy way. He does it in a in a in a way where it's necessary. You know what I mean? He's not he's not the Draymond Green where he goes and gets technical foul after technical foul or or Dylan Brooks or or those type type of guys. Um, he does it in a necessary way where it motivates the team or it kind of yeah. flips that switch. And you know, he sees a couple shots go in, especially his first two, three, four. It's like, oh, man, we're going to get a Blue Arrow game tonight, you know. Um, and that's the thing. He does it in the playoffs. We know yeah. that. He's a playoff player, you know. Like, And that's no shot at Jamal whatsoever. That's that's more appreciation for Jamal um, because the playoffs are the hardest stage to do it, right? That's the right. brightest stage. And, and yeah. for people to show up on the brightest stage, then my hat's off to you, man. I'd, I'd much rather have you show up in the playoffs and then and coast the re- regular season. That's I'm all for that. Um, that's Jamal's going to have a favorable matchup. You know, he's going to be most likely on Austin Reeves a lot. And yeah. I'm not saying I'm not taking a shot at Austin Reeves. I think he's a solid player. Um, 
young player, solid player, but not Jamal's caliber. Right. Right. And so we're going to have to, we're going to have to take advantage of that. Right. Like you got Jokic and AD. People are want to sit there and say, Oh, AD is going to shut down Jokic. We know that's not going to happen. Um, but there's going to be play, there's going to be matchups where we got to take advantage of it, right? We got to take advantage of MPJ when he gets hot, feed him the ball, just feed it till the wheels fall off. Because right. when he makes shots, man, like you were saying just now, that changes the entire series. It does. Um, you know, like even if he makes two or three threes, perfect timing is huge. I mean, those that's the thing, man. Like those pull up threes that that he does in transition. Don't do that. Like, honestly, I really don't want him to do that. Like, if the shot goes in, more power to you. But I'd much rather have him get it in a rhythm, like in a half-court set where it's like, all right, perfect. That's that's a money shot right there. Right. Um, I don't really want him to pull up in transition. Uh, but, yeah, like MPJ is going to be probably the key to the series because, like, it's either An- or Aaron Gordon or MPJ, like if, if Aaron Gordon wants to put in 15, 16 points, like he did a couple times in the Phoenix series, I will gladly take that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, AG, AG is definitely a player that, um, you know, he can affect the game on both sides, um, especially if he's aggressive offensively. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, before, before we get out of here, I did want to have, I did want to ask you one question though. Um, other than Nikola Jokic, and Jamal Murray. We know what the, the big duo brings to the table, right? Who do you personally think would be the X factor in this series? And and I'm asking you that because I think that um it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting, but I, I believe it's gonna be Bruce Brown again, right? And and here's why. Anthony Davis is obviously he's 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 the guy. Right. Yes, LeBron is still LeBron. He can still, like you mentioned, he still has the ability to score 40 plus or get double digit rebounds, get double digit assists. He can do a little bit of everything. But mm-hmm. Anthony Davis is is the guy down low because he creates the gravity for LeBron to operate when he's yeah. outside. That's why when when Anthony Davis is not aggressive, um, the Lakers don't necessarily perform extremely well unless LeBron has a Herculean you know, effort like he did in game six of Mm -hmm. uh, the Warriors series. But who do you personally think would be the X factor? Because like I said before, I like Bruce Brown because I think Bruce Brown is going to be one of the reasons that Anthony Davis gets into foul trouble because he is the type of guy that he can attack Anthony Davis and he's not scared to get blocked. But if, but he can contort his body a, a certain way, where he can get the angle off the backboard on his layups and floaters, I think he could attack Anthony Davis and get him in foul trouble. So for me personally, I think Bruce Brown is going to be the guy in this series once again. I mean, I think he he was a huge, mm-hmm. but I think AG was probably the biggest X factor in that Phoenix series because of his defense. I think yeah. he made the biggest difference. Right. Um, but I think Bruce Brown is probably going to be um, – the the one in this particular series what say you it's it's hard to disagree with bruce brown just because of all the the things that he can bring to the table um his leadership uh you know he kind of gets feisty you know what i mean like he gets feisty with kd and maybe that was just like a former teammate kind of back and forth a little bit but i like that um obviously his scoring but um 
I, it's hard for me not to say Christian Brown, man. Oh, like I, I yeah. the only only reason why is like the first thing that came to my mind when this series was we knew we were playing the Lakers, man. Um, hustle plays, right? Hustle, hustle plays is going to separate a lot of this. Um, and Christian Brown is is that guy who can provide the energy. Um, and he actually played really good defense he in did. the Phoenix series. Yeah, uh, he sure did. When he had a chance, he definitely did, man. He went up with KD. I mean, a rookie going up against KD. I mean, come on, man. I love that. You know, that, that chip on your shoulder kind of player. And right. I could totally see – Christian Brown making some key, key plays in each of these games, whether it's a dunk or a loose ball, diving, saving a possession. Because in a lot of ways, this series could be very close. You know, um, we know how the whistle goes uh, with the Lakers. Uh, and so we're just going to have to play through that. And with that, that means that the game's going to be a little closer than maybe we would like. I, I don't I don't see us blowing them out, man. Like like I don't see like the Phoenix series. We blew them out. You know what I mean? We beat them. We beat them pretty good almost every win. You know, like the ninety seven eighty seven win in Game Two was a lot closer, but it was still ended up being double digits, right? Ten points. Right. But I don't I don't see us blowing them out that much. You know, I think the Lakers know how to slow the game down and defensively pace the game. And so these possessions, especially in the fourth quarter, I think Christian Brown can make some hustle plays that are going to be play a huge role in which way these games go. And so that's, that's where, that's where I see it is Christian Brown is going to play a big role. Christian Brown. I like it. I like it. I mean, the Nuggets do have a lot of options. I mean, their depth right now is the biggest thing. Of course, they have the best player in the world in Nikola Jokic. Um, and Jamal Murray has certain games where he looks like the best player in the world because of his shot making and his ability to to affect the game in multiple ways. Um, so we shall see, obviously, like I said, recording this now, but I know most people are going to hear this, you know, the day of the game you know so so for everybody listening right now tonight is going to be that game and it's going to be interesting to uh you know to see how game one goes for these denver nuggets um obviously we're hoping for a win because i would like them to start this series off on the right foot um and i think the biggest my biggest advice for the nuggets don't get too discouraged with with that whistle right we know it's coming right we know the disparity in this series is going to be ridiculous in favor of the Lakers with the whistle. It's just going to happen. We have to expect it. Um, but I think if the team finds a way to maintain their, just their composure, if they can maintain their composure throughout this series, I think that will be the biggest difference because I think even with the refs, right? Even with the refs, they can still still kind of see it. Like if you start getting a little too crazy and you do the Draymond thing and the Dylan Brooks thing and you start overreacting to every different type of call, you don't want it to get to that point with the refs, right? You definitely don't want that to start happening. So I think, yes, the Lakers are going to get the benefit of the doubt most of the time with these whistles. But I think if the Nuggets find a way to maintain that composure, especially Nikola Jokic, because, yes, he is a pretty calm dude in in, in nature, but we see that he can get pretty hot-headed in particular moments and 
run, you know, run down to refs and, and do certain things and kind of act out in certain areas. So we know that he's done that in the past. And of course, this is a different Jokic now, mind you, like it's totally different Jokic. So we just need to make sure that he especially does not allow the whistle and the frustrations of the game to allow him to do something that's out of his character. As long as he doesn't do that, I think the Nuggets will be just fine in this series. That is all I got to say on it. Um, Keaton, any last words about this series or anything so, else Nuggets? So a, a couple questions, man. So if, if me and you are talking about it like this, right, and we've mm-hmm. talked about it in the past, don't you think Michael Malone and that coaching staff hammer it to these players? I mean, not not in a disrespectful I would, I would way. assume so. I would assume they so. They got to yeah. go over that, right? Like, I mean, we go over, like, the discrepancy in free throws and, and how many times they go to the line. And they have to know that mentally, right? And so, yeah, so, yeah controlling yourself and, and just being in the moment, right, and knowing where you're at, what's going on, and just that mentality of like, okay, hey, this is going to happen. Fouls are going to be called when you don't think it's going to be a foul. Just go down to the other side. Just, just, just be, just stay you because mentally they're going to feast on that, right? Like if we get all rattled up and they're going to take a game from us because of that. Right. So we just got to kind of find our way through that. Um, yeah. and, and that's, we're, we're veteran enough to be okay with that in 2020. It wasn't that way. We were still young. We were still working our way through what this team is going to be. Now it's totally different. Um, Jokic is obviously a better player than he Much was. Better. Yeah. Much and, better. And, yeah. And just calm. You know, he's he, that's the thing I love about it is he's a calming influence. Even though things get crazy and everything like that, just go to Jokic. He's going to make the right play at the right time. Um, you know, and then – Super random, Jeremy, but do you see Peyton Watson playing in this series? Because he's a big body. He's a right. big body that we can throw, not not to say at Anthony Davis, but he could play some Anthony Davis minutes if Jokic does get those whistles that are unnecessary and kind of stack up. You know what I mean? Or right. obviously AG can play that a little bit. Um, but I could, I could definitely see Peyton Watson playing some minutes because of that right because of because the whistles could be one-sided <laughs> yeah no i can i can see it i mean i can i can definitely see uh peyton watson getting some minutes um i mean yes he'll probably be on ad on switches but i can't see michael malone saying all right peyton your matchup is anthony davis right right i just can't see it maybe lebron right maybe i just, just like i just like the activity like he could provide a lot of activity. Oh, no, I see what you're yeah. saying. I understand what yeah. you're saying. I'm talking about it from Michael Malone's perspective, yes. right? Like, yes. I would be surprised if I see Peyton Watson in a set defense on right. Anthony Davis. I could, Like yeah. I said, I can see him on a switch, and I think he's the type of player that's um, he's versatile enough to be able to do it um, because we saw, like, a, even Draymond Green, we saw him play – on, on Anthony Davis and and he played pretty well on him in certain in certain spots but mm-hmm. I, I think I think more than likely you know we're gonna see more we're gonna see like DeAndre Jordan like bigger bodies and stuff like that on on ad yeah. um and and here's 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 the funny part before we get out of here would it would it be hilarious to you 
if Thomas Bryant, I was gonna say, <laughs> if Thomas Bryant has some minutes in this series and goes oh, the off of and mouth. goes off on the Lakers, that would be hilarious well, to see. No, man. Like, okay, so if you go back, I tweeted that the night that this series was done or the the series was confirmed. Right, I was going back and forth with this guy, and I can't remember his name on Twitter, but. I said, I think Thomas Bryant plays some minutes in this series because, because he played for the Lakers. He wants a little bit of re- revenge. He has played absolutely terrible for yeah. us. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's been really rough. Yeah. But this is a way that he can redeem himself against his old team in the non Jokic minutes. I could see it. Yeah, I could I really see it. I, and, and I, I see it for sure. He could be at some point. He could shoot the three to a certain extent. I mean, he could timely buckets, man. Timely buckets wins games in a lot of ways. In these close series, timely buckets. So I could totally see it. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think five minutes. Yeah, I could. I could see him. He won't. He won't get a whole lot of time. But I. I just thought about it the other day. I'm like, it would be so funny. To see Thomas Bryant go out there and 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 get buckets on the Lakers, um, I just think that that would be probably the most ironic situation in this whole thing. But I digress, man. Listen, yeah, um, Keaton, we can chop it up for a long Keaton. Time. This is uh this this has been great, man. Um, you know, obviously talking to Nuggets and everything, and um, you know, the game the game starts technically tomorrow, but like I said, I know most people will be listening to this the day of, um, so. Listen, man, I'm I'm hoping for the best. I know you got the Nuggets in six. I got the Nuggets in seven. Um, and I'm hoping that I'm wrong. I'm hoping that it's Nuggets in four. That's how I'm going. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, that would be that would be pretty awesome. But nah, I mean, I, I respect the Lakers, man. And I think um they got a they got a they got a decent team, right? So it's like I, I can't I can't just, just say that the Nuggets are gonna just swear, straight up sweep them. That don't even make sense to me. I'll say this don't get don't get tied up early in this series, man. I'll, I'll tell you this, all Nuggets fans, don't get tied up early in this series. If we lose one game out of the first two, don't overreact. Just ride it out. Just trust this team, man. Trust this team and trust – I don't mean to pull a damn 76ers thing, but trust the process, right? We're more oh, of gosh. a process. Yeah, we definitely don't want to be like <laughs> 76ers so right we, now. We have, we have the players just trust the process and trust Jokic, man. Sounds good. Sounds good. Listen, man. Listen, guys. Listen to Keaton. He uh, he's he's gonna be that that person that we go to when we get a little frustrated. So make sure you <laughs> tweet at him yeah. on Twitter. He will be tagged in all these posts, so you know who to talk to when you get down on the Nuggets. If they do happen to lose one of the first two games, go to him, and he will calm you down. But listen, guys. Um, for everybody listening, we appreciate you guys all the time. Um, on our next episode, we should have Harrison Wind on here once we get some time um, time with him on the show. I know he's extremely busy right now covering the team, being at the arena, post-game, press conferences, pre-game, all this type of stuff. Um, Swiper know, too, right? Yeah, Swiper, Swiper is another one that I would love to get on here as well. Um, but we will work out all the details with these guests and get them on here to just provide a different angle. I know they, I know they have their own shows and things like that, but I think it'll be really cool just to bring them on here, get some different questions, different perspectives on everything. Um, I think, and and I'm actually going to see if I can get either Scott Hastings or Chris Marlowe on here as well. So I'm just going to reach out and see who, um, you know, just some, some, 
some people, even Katie Wingy. Um, I, I, I'll reach out to everybody and see who we can get on the show. But listen, guys, we appreciate you for listening. As usual, we will be back again. More than likely on Wednesday, we will have another episode here um, with the full crew on. But uh, until next time, this is Denver Hoops and Dreams. Peace and go Nuggets. Thanks, man. Yes, sir. Go Nuggets. Yes, sir.